Hey, Autumn, this is Nate. I just wanted to drop a quick message to let you know that this is fantastic. And I really hope you start producing more episodes at a quicker rate because I binged all six in one afternoon. Really fantastic stuff. The journey, the self-discovery, the authenticity, it's it's really wonderful message that a lot of people need to hear and interact with. So for what it's worth, hearken back to those days under Saint Tree Beard with BDs and big dreams. Take care. Hi, welcome to another episode of Mutual Feelings. I am Autumn Whitaker, and there has been a major update in my life recently. I have moved into my own studio apartment. I mean, if you know me, <laughs> we, you know this. This has been the banner <laughs> news story of 2021. I thought the day would not come. The day has finally come at my undisclosed age. <laughs> I, have, I have my own apartment in Los Angeles, in the heart of Los Angeles. Oh, baby. I have my own struggle studio and... I am absolutely thrilled. So I'm in this new environment. I'm loving having this space, making it my own, and just getting to nest like crazy and um, just kind of arrange it. And also with it comes kind of this like very <laughs> sort of like primitive level sniffing out of the territory. Like I'm I'm on this new turf in this neighborhood that I actually really didn't know at all before I moved into this area. So I'm kind of getting to know like the new spots and the new routines and, you know, when to expect these types of noises. <laughs> and, and there are many types of noises. I mean, I'm actually between several, I got like a fire station, police station, hospital, like it's active in my new neighborhood, but I'm so happy to be there. It comes with the territory of this new environment that I also have kind of a new routine. And as I'm kind of getting used to this like new situation, something that has happened, and this happens to me with any major move I've had before is that I start having really intense dreams when I move into a new area. And that brings us to the topic of today's episode. <laughs> and I've been thinking, I've, I've even talked to a few people about this, about doing an episode about dreams just exploring the very rich and very fascinating topic of dream life. But there is something about talking about our dreams that's kind of like, maybe like a social faux pas. I don't know, I, this is something I feel personally because as someone who's had very vivid dreams almost my entire life, I have learned over the years, kind of between, Waking up in a mess, talking to my mom or, you know, my, maybe my brother at home. Oh, my gosh, I had the craziest dream. You won't believe. Uh, you know, and then to talking to your friends about it. And then as time goes on, eventually this, 
the point is reached, you start to understand that like, people don't want to hear about your dreams. Like, it's not that they don't want to hear about it. People want to hear about it if they're in the dreams. But like, it's something that's kind of like, um, oh, you're my good friend. So you know what, I'm going to go ahead and, and and be a good friend to you. And I'm going to say, I'm going to let you talk to me about your dream. <laughs> like, Go ahead. You can unload your dream on me. Let's work it out. Like, I'll be that person for you. Because it's like, imply that there's some, some sort of like a, a martyrdom in being the person that has to listen to the dream. Why is it that talking about your dream is so like, like, why is there a rule that you shouldn't talk about your dreams to other people? Why does it have to be something that's so private? And I think there's probably two reasons for that. The first is obviously that it is extremely personal. Okay, so this happened to you, didn't happen. No one else was there for this. No one else experienced this. This isn't the talking about, oh, what we did last weekend. You know, there's no shared understanding when it comes to the dream. It's so personal. But then I'm thinking, you know, I mean, but that's what we do in our friendships and our other relationships. We talk about personal things that I experienced, you didn't experience. I'm going to tell you about this thing that happened to me, this thing that I saw, this thing that... I just, <laughs> I just woke up from, but I think the other thing that is the thing that makes it kind of even harder to connect to is the, you know, the element of the surreal where it's not just, oh, you wouldn't believe this thing that happened to me <laughs> thrown into the mix is that I was also in, you know, in a circus tent underwater at the same time. Okay. Some things are hard to express. They're hard to visualize. And what is so visual when we do remember our dreams sometimes really hard to articulate to other people. So it becomes harder to follow. Man, I, I started having really vivid dreams as a young kid. I think a lot of people have more, from the, those who I've spoken to, maybe a more active dream life as like a young person. As we get older, the dreams, while they may get more intense or stay intense, they might get the dreams we remember may get, you know, fewer and further between as time goes on. If I were to go back and look at a timeline of like standout dreams, the dreams that I personally remember very clearly, I can tell you my first nightmare that I recall, and I recall it to this day, and it just involved a really scary dog, okay? So imagine how young I must have been. Like the entire dream, there's a dog. The dog's scaring me, okay? I'm very, you know what I mean? And then as I get a little bit older, though, like more adolescent years, I remember the first vivid dream, and this is like horse girl phase, like I, there's a horse involved. The horse is like running to me. I'm like running to this horse. It's like a horse I've had my whole life. I mean, look, it's like we're really going somewhere with this. <laughs> but... That's the first dream. I, I'm going to guess I was like nine when I had this dream. But the first dream that I had with an emotional impact, okay? So I'm not talking about I woke up, I'm scared, like I'm nervous about something. But I wake up from this dream and I'm trying to do my schoolwork at school and I cannot stop thinking about it. Like I just cannot get back into my body is what it feels like. I cannot come back from this experience and be my normal self because my 
part of my brain is still in this other place. And at this really young age, I started to experience the feeling of being somewhere and not being there at the same time. And that's when what I refer to as like the dream hangovers kind of started where I have a, a dream so intense, wake up the next day and I'm still there. I'm not here. I'm there. My mind is there. My emotions are there. And I feel like I'm carrying it with me. And I have not had the break of like, okay, I'm awake now. I'm doing a different thing now. It's still sticking with me. I, when I would talk to my mom about these, as my brother had them too, my mom had them too, she got me a dream journal when I was pretty young and we're a lot of a lot of journaling in our family. She got me a journal probably every year for so many years and she got me one to write down my dreams and encouraged me to start writing down my dreams. And I used to do it more than I definitely don't do it as often now, but to this day you'll find in a random notebook in mixed in with work notes, <laughs> some like scribbling you can hardly make out for when I've rolled over, grabbed a pen and just had to write something down. Or even in my notes app, some like horribly misspelled, you know, nonsense of me just like waking up trying to like put something down. Oh my gosh, I have to remember this. This was so wild. And this, the need to like hang on to it is so intense. Like when I first wake up, oh my gosh, I've got it. You know, it's like this elusive thing. It hasn't escaped me yet. It's still in my mind. I've got to get it down. And there is something about even just writing down one thing about my dream. It will stay with me. It's like I've brought it into this <laughs> into this dimension. If I can write down somebody's name, something they did, then the next day I can, I can bring almost the whole thing back. It's crazy what that will do rather than just kind of waking up. Okay. I had a crazy dream. I remember it. I start my day. And as the day goes on, I start to sort of lose grasp of it. And it sort of just fades away and never to be <laughs> remembered again. But the ones I've written down over many, many years, and also the ones that I've even shared and spoken about. If I wake up and I have one of those incredibly emotionally generous friends who wants to, who will indulge me. I, I, had, I had an amazing, amazing friend move with me from Missouri to Washington many, many years ago. And not only was she amazing for this reason, but she also, I got a job working at this food co-op that had been open for some 50, 60 years in the neighboring town up in the Pacific Northwest. And I did not have a car. So my friend slash roommate would drive me to my job, you know, 30 minutes away every morning. And I'd have to be there at either 6 or 7 a.m., you know, crack of dawn. So that's how good of a friend we're talking about. But not only was she so kind and generous and to help me, you know, go start chopping the vegetables so that all of the, you know, hippies of this tiny little Washington town could get their veggie scrambles every morning. But also in our commute every morning, she would ask me, so what did you dream about last night? <laughs> and 
I am not a morning person. I did not have usually much to say. I would be sitting there quietly just trying to like get myself together. But she would ask me damn near every morning, what did you dream about last night? Oh my gosh, let me tell you, girl. <laughs> like, I had a good one. I had a good one. There was this wall of mushrooms. There were people that were the size of mushrooms. They lived on the mushrooms, okay? Everything was <laughs> like, it was a vertical wall of mushrooms. And then I, we got to talk to the people. And then there was someone that interpreted the mushroom people for us. It was incredible. You know, I got to tell her like, oh, this person that we know from back home who used to call and have us make her, our, you know, green juices or whatever. I had a dream that she like lived under this waterfall. You know, we had all these, these things, these stories after story and things that I would, and when I would tell tell her my dreams, they would cement, you know, into my memory. And usually we'd have a good laugh. I mean, not to say I didn't have my fair share of more darker, tormented dreams, as I so often do. But, you know, it was like a great little thing to share the, the commute of the dream. And we still talk about that. I don't really know why some people experience this more than others. I mean, I've definitely talked to some people who say that they have they don't remember their dreams at all. I've never remembered a dream, you know, oh, I'm not maybe not since I was a little kid and I had a, some nightmare, you know, I never remember my dreams. So, there's something about that that sort of makes this feel like a very unique experience that I have. Not just that I I remember things so vividly, but, you know, I've had some really intense dream experiences, you know, like having a, a weird, like, loop in my dream, you know, like uh, being aware that I'm dreaming, trying to wake myself up out of the dream, you know, waking up from a dream. I mean, I, this sounds like a lot, but it's, it's all true. And when I wake up out of these certain dreams that are extremely intense and, you know, start my day, maybe go to work, maybe I'm with someone that I, I am able to kind of share this with, this wild experience, because they are experiences, okay? <laughs> these dreams are 100% experiences that we're having, not our physical bodies, but the rest of us are experiencing these unbelievable, surreal circumstances. And, you know, when I share sometimes, when I have shared my, my dreams, I have been met several times with, you know, oh, I wish I could remember my dreams. I just, I never have been able to. I've never been able to recall it. And hearing that even just a time or two has kind of convinced me that this thing that I'm experiencing is uh, it's such a, like a singular thing or is maybe somehow kind of some burden of my brain chemistry to bear and to sort and actually, I think there is sort of some comfort there in itself. Like, I think sometimes thinking that we're dealing with something that is completely unique to us and that, like, maybe no one else could understand is, I mean, maybe that's my, <laughs> maybe that's part of just, like, my uh, Enneagram 4 personality type, not to get to. But it's like, sometimes it is sort of a comfort to feel like we're just dealing with things that other people don't understand or, you know, couldn't possibly relate to. But as it turns out, <laughs> I did this, when I started thinking about 
talking about dreams just mainly to kind of challenge the idea that we don't, quote unquote, we don't talk about our dreams. Um, I started asking some questions um, publicly via like social media survey. I was blown away by the responses I got. First of all, I've had, I've never had as much feedback from a casual like answer yes or no to this question as I did when I started asking questions about dreams. I had actually like hundreds of people respond. People that never even hardly look at my shit. I ask questions like, uh, do you remember your dreams often as in more than once a week? Do you remember vivid details of your dreams, entire scenes or storylines? Do you ever experience the dream hangover? Do you have an emotional impact from the things that you see and experience during your dreams? Have you had mundane activities trigger memory of your dreams? Uh, have you ever researched or had a dream interpreted? And have you ever had deja vu feeling like maybe I did I dream this during your day? I mean, all these questions I started asking and it was the answer was overwhelmingly yes, 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 yes. By all of these people, I mean, some people I barely even knew who were all saying like, yes, I have insane dreams. I wake up, I've experienced them. They affect my day. They affect my mood. They affect my emotions. And it is so mind blowing that we're sort of all just like disappearing into these other dimensions <laughs> and then like getting it together when our alarm goes off and just like joining the waking world in the routine, having just done God knows what with who, you know, it's like, and not talking. One of the questions that I asked in the survey was, if you have a memorable dream, do you share the next day? Do you talk to anybody about it? That was the one question that most people said no to because it is something that we're sort of like, you know, expected to not have to talk about. But we're not talking about it, but we are experiencing it chemically, emotionally, on all these levels. We're going to these crazy places and having these experiences. And it's like, I'm seeing some of you, some of you guys in my dreams. <laughs> And I'm out there too in these other dreams, other people's dreams. Like, what are we doing out here? I think it's so wild. But when it comes to why the, the chemical response in our brains when we dream, why some people have vivid dreams and some people don't, and, and the actual science of the REM cycle, you know, that stuff is all very fascinating. And I have looked into a lot of it. I am not you know, a scientist. So I have very little, I'm not able to grasp that side of it that well, although I have certainly tried. But what really intrigues me is the symbolism that comes from these dreams. I personally dream in very rich symbolism, typically. In fact, I often find that it's almost laughable when I start sharing some of my dreams that are more intense with other people because it is so classically like, oh, wow, well, this, you know, I'm dream having dreams about, you know, being in my childhood home and being in the kitchen and making something and, and all these things that are very, very classic, like dream symbolism. Also, uh, there's always like a uh, very interesting color play, like things that are a color that they're not supposed to be, you know, I crack an egg and the, 
yolk is blue and I jump in the water and the water is bright purple and when things are, when the colors have changed in something, I often can find that I can sort of trace symbolism there pretty easily. I mean, also, don't get me wrong, I've also downloaded many an app, used many a website, tried to interpret these dreams. I've also seen a dream interpreter for one or two of them that have really stuck with me, but um, I tuned into this radio show several years ago that uh, was like a morning show where you could call into the DJs and you could tell them about whatever dream, I mean, presumably whatever dream you just had, because it um, was quite early in the morning and you could talk to someone who was there as a guest on the radio station uh, who was from the School of Metaphysics who would try to walk you through your dream and would try to tell you, you know, that uh, basically everything that you're dreaming is more or less about yourself. And I remember listening in my car and even just shaking my head thinking, no, like this person who called to talk about their animal who passed away, their family pet, is not dreaming about some part of themselves that they need to nurture or whatever. They're, they're dreaming about their, their pet, you know, like, I mean, that's like a real thing. I mean, goodness knows, in addition to extreme symbolism, there's plenty of times where I've woken up from a dream just scratching my head like, wow, that was just my brain trying to file information. This is just me decompressing, like just generally being alive. And now we've just, we're just, it's like a, the gaseous effect of <laughs> just assimilating information all day where you have just some dream where, for example, maybe in the Taco Bell drive through just pulling forward and backing up, pulling forward and backing up, and nothing happens in the dream. It's just like, it's useless. I, I remember this dream for what, you know? Now, not every dream is some, like, weighted symbolic message from another dimension by any means. The, the guy was trying to tell everybody that their dreams were, were all reflections of themselves, and I had a really hard time with that. I was really frustrated by that. Now I feel like, you know, as I've looked more into dream interpretation, more into the symbolism of certain things, certain recurring things that come up, I can definitely see that there's space for that. There's definitely space for it to be, and also meaning can be applied to numerous things, right? We all know two things can be true, maybe more. You know, it could be true that you're dreaming about this specific thing. And also maybe on another level, you know, there's a, a deeper meaning. One of the last questions that I asked um, in my little survey, do your dreams often affect your waking life? And overwhelmingly, the response was yes. I was so surprised, I guess, to see that. And I don't know why, because I know it's true of me. But when there's something so broad that we don't talk about, something that we experience almost daily and we don't share and feel like, well, it happens to me, but I'm assuming it doesn't happen to everyone. I'm looking at this number, 94% of people who responded yes, just thinking, and no one's like talking about this. 
So I wanted to talk about it. That's the episode. <laughs> but I would love to um, hear feedback on this one. Please, please leave me a voicemail on anchor.fm slash mutual feelings or hit me up. You can DM me on Instagram at the underscore West Ghost. Thanks for indulging in the dream talk. (laughs) If you can't talk about it to one person, you might as well just broadcast it in general to as many people could possibly, (laughs) possibly listen. Thanks for listening to another episode of Mutual Feelings. See you in my dreams. (laughs) 